Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to The Frequency. I'm Martin. And I'm Austin. And we are all bringing you another new episode of the AM Frequency Podcast. So, my friend, how are you doing? Um, I've been doing pretty good, man. How about yourself? Doing pretty good. Can't complain. Um, I, one thing that I definitely do want to, like, so something pretty interesting happened at work the other day. And I figured uh, now's a good time to share it, I guess. And now is kind of a good time to... to you know, discuss it, and I want I want to hear your thoughts on it. So, sounds good to me. So, I think it was two days ago. Um, I walked into work, and there was a kitchen. So, I work in a restaurant. Okay, so let me let me preface a little bit. So, I work in a restaurant, and a lot of the people that work in the kitchen speak pretty much exclusively Spanish with a little bit of English, right? So, mm-hmm. um. They, one of them, her name, I'm not going to say, obviously, but she handed, she handed us the phone and she was like, hey, um, this person is saying that she needs to go to UPS and pick something up and has to like transfer money. So can you just not hang up on the phone and, um, she has to call and get money transferred to her account. It was like this weird thing. And we were just like, Mm -hmm. okay, like. And so the, the, but the other lady was, is also like primarily Spanish speaking. So it was kind of a, yeah. a little bit of a language barrier. I was trying to like, <laughs> you know, trying to get like what was happening. But anyways, so what, what ended up happening was that she, she left. She just completely left the store. Um, Wait, yeah, sorry to cut you off, but like the, the Spanish speaking woman left the store. Correct. The, the lady gotcha. who was going to go to UPS, she left the store oh, cool, cool. because she said, I have to go pick something up for our boss. And I was like, Okay. So she left the store and then, but nobody knew that she left. So she literally just left and everybody was like, uh, where did she go? And it goes around, long story short, the police end up getting called because she literally just left. So what happened is that um, me and my girlfriend and the other manager that was there thought that she was just going to go out to like, there was like a truck or something across the street and he, you know, he couldn't get into the parking lot or something of that nature, but she wasn't it was hard to communicate for us to get you know with each other so anyways right right but when she left we were like did she leave the store to go get the thing and the ups driver like took her you know what i mean like we we just weren't we were totally confused but she left so we called the police after everybody was like blinded because she was she was gone yeah she just literally was gone and we were i mean we were struggling without her so Mm -hmm. it was like okay we need to find her we kept calling her phone number nobody she wasn't answering like it was we were definitely kind of worried so we called the police and we're just like hey one of our employees just left she said she had to go to ups to pick something up but like she left and she hasn't been seen since we can't answer her phone like we just don't know what excuse me we just don't know what to do um so the police came down and while this was all going on the number that that was originally on the phone hung up when she left and then mm-hmm. the number called back and uh, my girlfriend answered the phone and was like talking to the person. And it was this guy. He kept saying like, he kept going from English to Spanish, English to Spanish. Like, you know, basically like there's, this, we, we need you to do this like right now. Like this is really urgent. And so, but he kept talking in circles and like all this stuff. And it was, she was just really confused. And so the guy was essentially so it was. A, it ended up. She came back, and the police officer talked to the guy on the phone, and he ended up basically just reporting the number to the the anti scamming thing here in the U.S. So what ended up happening is that it's a it's affecting a lot of restaurants in my area, where essentially what they do is they'll call the store, they'll ask for somebody who speaks Spanish. You'll give it to somebody who speaks Spanish because, you know, most restaurants typically have at least one Spanish speaking person. Um, right. Like most yep. places do nowadays anyways. So they'll mm-hmm. say, you know, habla espanol. You'll say, nope. And so you'll give it to somebody who does. And, you know, sometimes, the, you know, their English might be limited or whatever. So they're counting on that. And essentially what what they do is they say, hey, um, your GM called. Your GM called me. I'm a truck driver. And I dropped something off at the UPS store, but you have right. to you have to pay for it to pick it up. So you have to send us money so then you can pick up the item. Um, 
and they'll they'll act like they're a driver and they'll say like yeah your gm called me earlier like i have him on the other line it's fine you just have to go and just send money to this address and like do like a western union transfer or whatever and it'll be fine and then you can pick up the item for the store and then you can go back to the store and everything will be fine so so that's like how that scam works and it just it got me thinking like i thought like so you and i like we're pretty internet savvy people right we understand don't click on links like i literally got a text this morning at like six in the morning i woke up and i was like the heck and it was a um it was a text like thank you for signing up for this credit card and i'm like yep definitely didn't (laughs) do that and i know that i didn't i know that my identity is not compromised like i do you know i have my own things that i do to check and Mm -hmm. um so like i know to not click on like click this link to verify and i'm like yeah bull you know bull and uh but it just got me thinking like i really i really didn't think that like there was like scams going on dude i really i really didn't like think that that was still a thing that people fell for and it was somebody that worked with me and it just kind of got me thinking like i didn't i never really thought about it like which sounds weird but like i just never thought about like scams still being a thing and it, it kind of like just got me thinking and um i don't know i mean like have you like i've never i have never once clicked on a link i've never fallen for a scam i've never been close to sending money to somebody you know the whole nigerian prince thing like i've never <laughs> never ever fallen for that and like i don't think my parents have either i nobody that i know personally has i don't think but like it it just got me thinking like is that is that still a thing? Like, I know, obviously, they target elderly people, people who can't, who maybe have never, aren't very internet savvy, or maybe people who can't speak, you know, fluent English, or in other countries, speak fluent of whatever the native language is, right? So, right, right. But it just, it just got me thinking, like, I didn't think that those were a thing anymore. And I just, I, I assumed that everybody knew that if you got a call from an emergency, you didn't recognize, you just didn't answer it. Right. And so it just got me thinking, like, have you ever, like, had something like that happen to somebody that you knew or, like, to you? Or is it pretty much just kind of you're you're on the same wavelength as I am where I'm just like, I don't, I didn't even think that that was a thing. Well, I'm someone who, when I see those type of emails or texts or anything like that, my, my spy sense goes off very quickly. Like, any foreign numbers, anything that's not, like, usually... I can say like I can say personally answer your first question. I never been scanned before. Like I obviously had the phishing attempts, mm-hmm. things like that, but I never had anything that really compromised my identity before. Knocking on wood that it that it never happens, but right. I personally have never had anything that left me compromised or in a very awkward weird situation. So I personally have never, but I know that one thing has gotten some people in my family is the credit card swipe at the gas station. That's one thing really? that I know people that got in my family with, like just swiping your credit card on anything that's out in a public forum has gotten my family a couple of times. Like gas stations primarily, I can't tell you my aunts have gone, happened to both my aunts, um, literally both of them got their, got their money swiped from the, the gas station pump thing. Um, and I'm trying to think one that what else? I think mostly just the 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 gas station one or anything that involves like you're swiping your car in a public place. Like that's the only one that I know that my family has got. I don't think anyone has gotten like go make a deposit to Western Union or any type of thing that involves like wiring money over and nothing like nothing like that. Praise God for that. But. I feel like I, th- I, I think probably because that's something that they can control and they've heard that that can happen. Like the the credit card thing or the debit card thing or whatever, that's something that you can't really control. Like you, yeah. you're not the one who makes the choice to swipe your, like, well, I guess te- like technically you are, you're the one who makes the choice to swipe your card, but it's like, it's bad luck. I, you don't imagine that it's, you don't imagine that some scumbag's got the Right. The car reader thing on the on the gas station one, right? Like it's just it's just bad luck. But the thing is, is with the with the fishing and stuff. Like I think that it probably hasn't happened to somebody that you know, just because like it's such an uncommon thing now that people actually fall for that. 
Yeah, I think that also, like, I think it's coming back because I can't tell you how many people, like, are just always to talk about, like, at work, for example, talking about them, mm-hmm. the scam calls. Like, I feel like scam calls are, I, like, I don't know, like, this past year, I feel like scam calls have been, like, on the rise. It seems like every other day I'm getting another scam call. Like, hey, your car insurance expires. Hey, your vehicle registration. That, I've been getting that call. Dude. I can't tell you how many times they're like, hey, your vehicle, uh, hey, your vehicle... Uh, needs its registration renewed so that i have been getting quite a lot but obviously Me if too. i'm obviously they call on like alaskan numbers hawaii just weird numbers and i'm like oh no click goodbye right yeah um, yeah or places in like i don't know like just places that i, I never like just we just states that are further far away just far away and i'm just like okay that's definitely that's a no so i hang so i block the call hang up I don't even don't even do anything with it. Right. It's yeah, it's just such an interesting I don't know, man. It's just such a weird it's such a weird thing because I I just I really just feel like I uh, I just I don't know, man. It's just it's just weird. I feel like I just don't hear about it happening very much and that's why it's weird when it it happens and it happens to somebody that's like close to you like a co-worker yeah, you know like and exactly it, they, exactly is uh what were you about to say sorry i, I just like no i was just gonna say like it's just it's just kind of weird like i just don't really envision it happening very much anymore and i just think that it's crazy that not only does it still happen but it still gets people like i think a lot of a lot of scams you don't really think about as scams like you don't really think about like um you know uh i don't know for instance like sell this product and if you get two friends we'll give you a bonus like right like pyramid schemes or ponzi schemes like those people know yeah, i can't stand those like some of the things where like you got to sell jewelry or something like ugh. I, <laughs> I remember i tried doing one of those and it's just like it was it was the worst experience ever like i so what well, i think it was a company called i it was i think it was a company called amway and pretty oh, much it was dude, like biggest, pretty much i know it was something fishy when like it was friends who were hitting me up from like high school friends. Well, this was like when I was like I think a freshman in college. Like they were hitting me up about this. Where I'm just like, oh, it's one of those type of Amway thing. That's how I know. Like, wait, did you actually to... do it though? Oh no, I didn't actually. No, I didn't do it. Oh, you I just... didn't do it. Oh, okay. I knew what it was though. Like this thing I was like, I knew what it was. Like when people are hitting me up with that thing, where like you bring in three people, I'll move you up. You, I'm, we all get paid. I'm just like, mm, no. And, and they have a lot of grunt work. Like, a lot of grunt work before that. Wait what? And they haven't talked to you in like for like two years before that, and no, then all that's of a sudden they just hit was. you up with the Facebook message or the Twitter DMs, like, "Hey, dude, I have this really cool opportunity that I'd like to share with you." Like, bro, I can't tell you. <laughs> but it happened recently, like a a few months ago. A high school friend, literally, haven't spoken to this man probably since I was seventeen or eighteen. Um, he literally hits me up saying, "Hey, man, I got this opportunity." I can't remember what he what it was at the time. Well, I can't remember what it was. I'm gonna open up the DM and I can and I can read it and see what it is for sure. Um, because I'm because it was just literally like one of those type of things where it's like we want you to. Okay, I can't figure out the DM anyway. But it was one of those things where like literally my my spidey senses were going off when friends I literally friends with was air quotes yeah um were hitting me up talking about so we got opportunities for you. I'm just like why me. Like we haven't spoken to in years. We have no relationship. We didn't even hop on. We didn't hop on the game. Like nothing like that. Where I'm like, oh, okay, this is like we played in the game like like three months ago. I'm like, okay, but like, literally, people I, I legit haven't talked to in years. In years, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, yeah, this is kind of fishy. I feel like this is more so help me get rich, help me get money, while you are just you're kind of just a uh, what's the one I'm looking for. Kind of just stoogy, trying to help mm-hmm. me, but I'm hel- I'm helping you, but I'm not helping you. Yeah, like I'm I'm gonna help you, but first you gotta do something to help me, but then I'll never help you. Pretty much, yeah. Ultimately, yeah, just about that. So, like, it's like scamming is just one of those things where it's just like, like ugh, it's such a ugh, the Ponzi scheme, scamming, all that. Like, it's so it's such ugh, what a, it's just a just a pain to deal with, like. Like you could just be minding your own business. Like I feel bad for when it does happen to people. People are literally minding their own business, where it's like, and just all of a sudden it's just like your entire life. Like that's one of my biggest fears. Like one of my biggest fears is waking up, seeing my account drained. 
like just cash deposits, cash withdrawals. Because that happened to my aunt before. Like generally, they didn't just take her take her card number and just buy whatever, whatever. Because what happened to my aunt? Like the person literally bought. I can't. I think they bought. They went to like a Walmart and bought clothes. They bought. They bought like things at Walmart, like groceries or something like that. And she's like, "Yeah, I wasn't even." It wasn't. It was like a Walmart in like. Uh, I want to say like Maryland, and she lives she, she lives near Philly. So I was like, yeah, that's that's definitely not. She's like, yeah, I was at work that day. She's like, you were at work, so they just gave her. Obviously, they they got the she got a new card, squashed it. Everything was everything was gravy. Yeah, but it's just 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 horrible when it when it happens. Like it's oh man, it's just it's just like just one of my biggest fears. Where I'm just I wake up one day and nothing's there. It's like I just I'm more so scared of the fact that. If the bank can't do anything, because I know cash is one of those things where it's hard to prove. Like, it's hard to prove that it's not you taking out the money, because I know that happened to her. Where they, they asked her if it was cash, if you did cash, when she's someone who generally uses cash. And they're like, yeah, it's hard, but then, like, the amounts of it is what had helped her. So I, I guess if you, depending on how much they're taking out, it could be easier to help than more difficult. How do you feel? How do you feel about that? Like, how would you react if you woke up one day and that your money identity is compromised? How would you feel about that? Um, I think probably the, the first word that comes to mind is violated. I would feel so vulnerable and like just so honestly just like naked and exposed. And I just I don't I would like creepy crawlies down my spine, you know, like it would just make me feel so like because because I'm so careful like right, and i mean right. obviously it can happen to anybody but like i like to think of myself as a very careful person when it comes to that kind of thing so to know that it happened it's like somebody must have been inside my wallet or done something on my computer because i mean i don't really like i don't really buy things online anyway so that kind of helps but like mm -hmm. you know or somebody at the because like the thing is is like especially with um you know, 2020 being the year that it was, right? A lot of people are using right. cards now. So, and like myself mm -hmm. included, but I've been trying to get back to more of a cash type of a of a mentality. Only reason being that if I'm using cash for most things and the bank sees that I'm taking out $100 every month and, mm -hmm. you know, it, that's pretty much like a monthly thing. And then all of a sudden they see $400 online. I'm going to be like, look, the past six months, I have not bought anything online. Why all of a sudden would I buy a $400 item online? I would have just taken out $400 in cash. You know, right. so like something like that. But it would just make me feel violated. Like it could have been, you know, the person that I, I just ordered pizza a couple days ago. It could have been the person at the pizza shop that swiped my card number. Damn Domino's, man. You know, like, yeah, but we, like, we you know. Domino's, but uh, <laughs> damn Domino's, man. It could, you know, but like, it just makes me think like... Who, who was it like it could have been them it could have been somebody at my own work yeah. going into my yeah. wallet it's just kicking in like you just you literally you're looking at everything like where could it could have happened at like exactly literally you like you heard of, it's like we're tracing your say you're tracing your steps you're tracing like damn near your, your life or you're just you're thinking like where could it would have happened at like when i went to the store when i when i sat down when i went to the gym like you just start tracing everything exactly no exactly and i think that's probably that's probably how it make me feel is just just violated for lack of a better word, just very um, vulnerable. And I think it would just, I don't know, dude, I think it would be, I'd be mortified. I'm yeah, not going to hold it, you. I'd be, I'd be mortified. I'd, I'd be like, Nope. I think I'm just, I'm not spending any more money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nope. No more money's being spent. Uh, the bills will have to take an IOU from now on. Yeah. But uh, no, no more, no more money. Um, I think, well, so one of the biggest things, so like kind of to, to wrap up a little bit is like, I think probably one of the biggest things is that I think most people already know, but probably one of the biggest things like would be to obviously make sure that the sites, if you do shop online, make sure that the sites that you're using and obviously, or not obviously, honestly, something that I do is I have a credit card and I, it's a lot easier to get money back on a credit card than on a debit card. Reason being, oh, it's the bank's, it's the bank's money. It's not your money. So the, oh, the banks wow. want their money back, never... right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, like, it's definitely a lot easier. So, like, I've been using a credit card when I shop online and only a credit card. And then I just pay it off right away. Mm -hmm. So it's like, not only am I helping my credit a little bit, which is good, but I'm also s helping myself because a debit card, 
it's not the bank's money, so like they don't give a shit. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, exactly. They don't care. It's not they're they're not they're gonna help you because they want to keep you as a customer, but they're not gonna like bend over backwards for your money. They're gonna bend over backwards for their money. And so Whoa. if it's on a credit card, it's gonna be a little bit more. They're gonna try a lot harder. You know, so like that, that's probably one of the biggest things. Obviously, don't click on links and emails. There's no Nigerian prince that you're related to. I'm sorry to tell you, but, (laughs) you know, like just, you know, those kinds of like obvious things. And I think most people know, but like, yeah, I I think biggest thing would be that if you do shop online, which a lot of people are nowadays and, you know, in-store pickup and all that stuff is huge. Like, Mm -hmm. I think just being careful about where you go and stuff, um, and, and obviously, like, you know, I use a VPN and all that online just to mask, you know, all of my traffic for for that reason, kind of for similar reasons. Because right. if somebody got into my computer, I mean, like, I, tr- I try not to save passwords and, like, especially my bank passwords I don't have saved. I have those in a different place. But, like, you know, it's just those, those kinds of things that I... Don't don't use the same password for any for different site like or use different passwords for different sites kind of thing and like that's exactly what I do like I remember um, piggybacking off that my cousin used like the exact same password I'm just like you should probably change that luckily we was kind of convincing she was able to do it she just thought it was easier but I'm just like she saw a YouTuber like legit I, I can't remember which YouTuber it was but it was a streamer like legit the streamer had YouTube Twitter pretty much all the social networks with all the same password and like. Can't remember who it was, but it was someone. Like, uh, so some hacking group that just said, "Hey, we're just teaching a lesson about security or something, something like that." But mm-hmm. just more of the story, kids. Be safe out here. Technology is growing. It's being, it's growing very quickly, very rapidly, very fast, and as well as becoming more dangerous with the speed of which things are being created. Yeah. Hackers are being getting smarter. So everybody, just please stay safe when you're. When you're moving money, when you're doing anything yeah. online, just just be safe out here because it only takes it only takes one accidental click, one one click, one ac- one link you think is a good link, but it's not. It's it just it only takes one. So do you know, everybody more the story story. Just be careful. Be smart where you're shopping at. Take security. Help help avoid that because it's it's not fun. Yeah. More mal, more mal. And I and I think like another another big thing is like to to not forget about the old classic scams, you right? Because like obviously this wasn't a very technologically advanced scam. They just called and said, "Hey, we have an item for you waiting at the UPS, but you have to pay for it still." We have the GM like it was a very old fashioned type scam. But the thing is, is they're getting smarter. Just like you said, they're they're targeting different people. Like right, because if you know that once you. Once it's at UPS, it's technically already paid for. Well, right, but I mean, they're they're targeting different people. You know, a lot of it's targeting old people. A lot of it's targeting people who aren't technologically savvy. Savvy, right? That's what I meant by that. Like, if you're not technology savvy, if you haven't shopped at UPS before, you you wouldn't know that, right? And I, right. That's what make you an easier an easier target because exactly. you wouldn't know that. Exactly. So I think that definitely, definitely everything that you said. Plus, also, just remember that like people can call you and like. I think I, I feel like when when like when we're getting to the age to have kids and like they're growing up, I think phone scams are going to be all but dead because they're they're <laughs> but it only you know, it only takes one to work for them to get all their return on investment because it's so cheap to spam phone calls. So mm-hmm. like or to, to spam emails, it's it's such a cheap thing. But uh, but anyways, yeah, definitely, you know, obviously make sure that, and there's, there's a lot of resources to, uh, to be able to report those kinds of things, especially online fraud. There's a lot yep. of resources nowadays. So definitely keep an eye out for it and all that kind of good stuff. But, uh, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, that's just a quick story, but it obviously turned into a little bit more, but like, man, it's just been weird. So what about, uh, what about you? Anything new that you've kind of seen or. Um, what, I just saw a fun little article right before we hopped on about like, some of the some of the five best retro plat handheld platforms. Like, just want to get your opinion on what do you how do you feel about handhelds? Have you ever had one? Like, um, it's like what's your what's your would you buy one? So absolutely. Um, my first handheld was the Game Boy Color. It was the purple clear version. I had Pokemon Yellow hey. and FIFA Cup ninety eight. That was it. That's all I had. That's all I was allowed. <laughs> 
Um, so I had that, um, and then uh, I had, and then I had a Game Boy Advance, and then I had a Game Boy SP, and then I had a DS Lite, and then I didn't buy another handheld. I didn't have a PSP. I didn't have any of that stuff. Um, and then I got a Switch. Uh, ended up not using it very much, returned it, bought another one, and I use it a lot more. But um, like mostly just for in bed and stuff and uh, whatever. But um, mm-hmm. so I mean, I, I've owned a couple, but mostly Nintendo. Actually, I think only as Nintendo. Have, <laughs> as have I. Seems like everybody I run into has held held. I guess yeah, held, I guess held Nintendo products in terms of handhelds. Obviously, Microsoft wasn't in the market for handhelds sony had the the psp but psp has gone down from its original release i'm not sure why i'm not sure why we, that's probably we'll probably say that for another another podcast like the, the rise and fall of the psp i personally never had a psp i would have loved when my uncle had one yeah i really wish that i i got into it i think so go, going on my list of handheld experiences um i only had i didn't have as many i had a game boy advance I had I had Pokemon on Game Boy Advance. I had a bunch of games on Game Boy Advance. I had Pokemon, a couple of Sonics. Um, I want to say I had a Yu-Gi-Oh game. Just another I I one. Had, I think I had a Yu-Gi-Oh game as well. I had like a I had Risk Yu-Gi- and stuff. You gotta like have that. that. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh is a it was a must. Heck yeah, it was a, it was a must. Um, I had a bunch of other ones, but definitely had Advance SP. Had a DS, and I think that's kind of where it stopped for me. I did not get a Switch or anything like that. Um, no interest I wanted, in a Switch? Um, interest, but I wouldn't say it's enough where I would want a Switch. I don't know. I just like other games besides Mario, but I know there's more than that on the Switch now. But at the time, there wasn't anything that was piquing my interest right. on the Switch. Like I like I like the Switch. It's, uh, it's wonderful. I played it before, had a great time with it, with playing it, but I just not, I don't know, I just haven't had a whole lot of interest in the Switch. Um, but overall, it's not, I would say it's, 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 it's pretty good. Um, so do you have a favorite handheld and why? Um, I think my favorite that I owned, I think excluding the Switch, because that's the newest one, so it's kind of superior to a lot of the older ones, but I think favorite one that I ever played, I think PSP was the favorite one that I ever used. I think it was, it was so much fun. I, I thought, I always thought that the little discs were like oh, super yeah, awesome, the PSP like the, the UMG or whatever they're called. Like they were freaking sweet. They were just neat looking. Um, and uh, my cousin had one and, and I used to, you know, we used to like trade back and forth playing mm-hmm. Spider-Man or whatever, but like I always thought that that was the most fun one to use. But I think my favorite Simply on the fact of function over form was the DS Lite because I could play all of my old place uh, PlayStation, um, all of my old um, Game Boy Advance games because I had a lot. I had like Pokemon Emerald, Pokemon Ruby, Pokemon Sapphire, Pokemon uh, Red, Pokemon Red, Pokemon Green. Um, I had, uh, and I think I had risk clue and like yahtzee or some shit all on one <laughs> disc or all on one thing um i had a couple i had like two sports games i had like a soccer game it was like pes soccer like the you know pes, the PES. um yeah, PES. i had a uh, shoot i just like S- dragon ball z like some random top down like just really <laughs> old games like i used to trade them with my friends you know like used to get yeah, a game yeah. and go to school and like you have your whole like little tin of games and used to trade them back and forth. And like, I have so many, I've got a couple of like old hacked, like crappy, like bootleg freaking, you, know, <laughs> you buy them in New York city type type games um, that are like still crazy. But then you can also play DS games, which there's, I don't think they're still releasing DS games, but they were up until not too long Pretty ago. Rich. Yeah. Not too late. Well, it hasn't been, hasn't been that long. A couple years, maybe. So I think that that's probably my favorite just for the fact of I can play all of the old games from my childhood, of most of which I still have. And then mm-hmm. I can also play like kind of more recent games, you know, like it was like yeah. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 that I had. You know what I mean? Like that's pretty oh, yeah. damn cool I had a Call of Duty for one of those, for one of my DS. I think it was like, I don't remember what it was. I want to say it might have been like 
I want to say, I don't know what that, I, I want to say it was like, I don't know, I have to look it up. I don't want to misquote it, but I, I had a Call of Duty. I, I don't remember which one it was for my DS, but it was pretty tough though. Call of Duty on DS wasn't bad. I did a little touch screen, but it was, it was cool. Like, I, I agree. Like, when you said that, it was definitely like reminiscing of like old school, like old school, I would say like, I guess old school gaming. Like, I remember like, like in high school, not high, like middle school, like elementary school to high school, like trading games. Was like a thing where we were like, yep. "Oh, my boys got the new SmackDown vs. Raw. Okay, I got, I got, uh, I got the Crash Bandicoot. Okay, I'm gonna let him borrow it for a week. He's gonna mm -hmm. let me borrow the new WWE." Um, that really just, just threw me back because my my one of my friends from high school used to have all the WWE games, and I would just trade him. He liked shooting games, like so it was kind of weird because like at that time I didn't like shooting games as much, but my parents would always let me get the shooting games for more so well. Yeah, my, my uncle kind of gave me the shooting games, but I wasn't that interested in the shooting games. I thought they were okay, but I was, like, big in the WWE at that time, and he was like, okay, mm -hmm. I'll trade you I'll trade you WWE for Brand of Brothers. I'm like, sign me up. Sign me up. And then we would switch it that way. Switch it out that way. Um, but it's just, it's just when you said that, it just reminded me, just, like, just reminiscing, like, the, the memories of old school game. Like, you don't see that much anymore. Or maybe you do. Maybe maybe there's some maybe there's some kids listening to this and might and they might still be training games like that anymore. But I'm not sure people are still doing it anymore. But No, I don't think, though. I think especially now with a lot of games, especially the new consoles, you know, going digital only. Digital. Everything, they're, yep. they're trying to push everything digital. And, you know, honestly, like, that really sucks because, like, people people know. People know. That mm -hmm. a disc costs money to make, but they're the same price as a digital game where all the digital costs is just the store fees. Yeah. Which cannot be that much. To be able to have your game on Steam cannot be that much. But like they're, they're, they sell them for the same price. But the fact that there's so many freaking Steam sales, there is got to be such low fees. Like the profit margin on games, I know that AAA studios pay millions of dollars for marketing and millions of dollars oh, for yes, development and everything. So like I'm not saying that they should sell the games for the price for or for the cost I mean like 30 bucks or 20 bucks per copy mm -hmm. but like man everything's digital now and I and being a PC exclusive gamer as well except for Switch which mostly is digital anyways honestly <laughs> sucks because like I can't share games with you like let's say like I've got a game you know like uh oh like okay good example Escape from Tarkov I have two accounts so I can share that, but I had to buy two copies of the game. I can't just loan you the game, right. really, you know, without potential fear of getting the account shut down because it looks like it was hacked. Yeah. You know, and like, can't, you can't mm -hmm. really share Steam accounts. Like, it, it just doesn't really work like that too much anymore. I'm sure that there's ways to do it. I, I know that there is, but I, I would worry about, like, Steam recognizes it as a bad login and they end up, you know locking out the account you can't get it back and like all of my yeah, money i'd be a sad i'd be a sad soul yeah so like i'd be a sad sad damn soul i mean i think digital is cool i think that there's a lot of cool things with digital and i think that digital i is enjoy digital the future but seeing having call of duty warzone having call of duty modern warfare 2019 and it taking up like 400 gigabytes of my hard drive or something yeah, like, there was like an update. Oh, sorry to cut you off, but legend there's supposed to be an update coming that's like almost like a crazy update. I literally somebody posted like a meme about it. I just like, I can't, I can't I can't I don't get that. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't you know what I mean? Like Yeah. I don't It's it's very difficult sometimes. It's just like just the way that things are nowadays just you never you never you never really know but digital age i i enjoy digital whenever it whenever i do get digital it has it has its pros and its cons but i'll say my favorite handheld platform would probably be i probably lean towards the ds Lite. yeah ds Lite. i never owned one but my cousin did but she got she had two of them and of course she gave me the pink one and she had the the red one, so I was just like, "Oh damn!" So I she, she let me have the. I, I wasn't complaining. I was I was rocking a little pink DS light. I, I I didn't give a damn. Heck yeah! I no. said, "Y'all, you know what? I'm gonna sit this park. Y'all gonna look at it." Um, DS the DS light was just 
amazing. I also I enjoyed the PSP from the little time that I had with it. I think mm-hmm. the only thing I played on the PSP was Band of Brothers. I'm pretty sure it was Band of Brothers. It was a it was some World War II game. I want to say it was Band of Brothers or, or Medal of Honor, maybe maybe Medal of Honor. I don't remember, but some but definitely the DS Lite. A little bit a little bit of everything. Um, I got oh man, the DS games I had just oh. also one thing. Yeah, DS Lite just phenomenal. Uh, it was it was great. Like I enjoy I enjoyed I enjoyed it. I enjoyed D, the DS in in particular. I feel like everybody. Should have experienced the DS. The DS generation just it just hit different. Yeah. But I guess if you're Switch now, I guess I, I guess that's the like that's the upgrade. But it just hit different when you were the, when you were the kid in school. You whipped out your DS case, whipped out your DS games like it. Picto chat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you know about the Picto chat? Picto chat, man. That was <laughs> that was the old school texting when we didn't have phones, man. Bruh, Mario Kart on DS hit different too. Yep. You look through uh. You all link up. Like, I remember on the school bus, we would all sit there, and link with the ra- with the races on the DS. Oh man, phenomenal, phenomenal piece of machinery, Absolutely. phenomenal piece of machinery. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know. I think I don't know. I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty interesting to like think about that because. I mean, and and you you said it earlier, but I I had the pink. My sister had a uh, a pink ds light or whatever you, mm-hmm. you best believe i had her um i had her stylus her pink stylus and then i had my cousin him <laughs> and i traded the little protective plastic thing that went in the bottom where the game boy advance games would go i took his oh, blue yeah. one and he took my black one so dude my <laughs> ds was like a freaking it was like a freaking and then I had her pink stylus, yeah, and his blue like little protective thing. My DS yeah. looked like a damn Lego, like a Frankenstein, because <laughs> I had the red and black one. Oh so it was, damn! It was always you. like it was just such a weird coloration, but it was always cool because I had the pink stylus, but I had the you know you know a little, little, little pop of color. Yeah, you had a little splash. You had a little splash. Exactly. It's you just see, like wearing. You, you, you had that. Uh, you had that DS drip. You had the DS drip. <laughs> exactly. I was just gonna say it's just like wearing. Like an all black outfit, but then having like a pop of color on the shoes. Damn straight, man. Like, Damn straight. It's eye catching, you know. I very eye catching. Straight, but it's splashy. Definitely, definitely, but definitely eye catching. Um, let's let's transition into you mentioned earlier about like working working from home and like kind of like like the digital era and stuff. The the, the digital era, yeah. How do you with everything that's going on? How do you how do you feel about that? Like someone who works from home now. How do you feel about? How do you feel? How do you do? You prefer working from home versus being out there in the field, being away from the general public. Um. So, I love. I like working from home a lot. Um. I I do it most Fridays. Um. I get. To, I I'm very fortunate enough to be able to work from home for my second job. Um. And that. So I go in on Mondays and I work from home on Fridays. Um. I, I like it, but the biggest thing that I've run into is more of a moral or an ethical thing um, where when I'm working and so like, to, you know, I'll wake up a little later because it's it's my day off, you know, so I'm going to wake up right. a little of later. Of course, when I kick the feet up, you know, exactly crack when you cold when I feel you. Exactly. And uh, so I'll work, you know, I'll get up at 10 or whatever. I'll sleep in a little bit, 930, 10, get up. And I'll do like an hour of like solid. I'm sitting there. I'm doing nothing but working. I don't have my phone on. Like I'm just I'm sitting there just with a cup of coffee or two or three and just like working. And then I'll be like, all right, I'm getting, starting to get a little hungry. So I'll open something to eat. and I'll just be sitting there eating chips or whatever. Like, I don't know, whatever. But when it comes time for like lunch, it's kind of weird because I don't know if I but I, I end up working while I'm taking my lunch break. So I don't really know, should I charge them for that time? And I haven't been because it like, it feels weird. Cause I'm like, I'm, right. I'm sitting, I'm eating, I'm not used to getting paid for breaks. So it's super weird. Like, and then, you know, if I, if I take a 30 minute uh, break, mm-hmm. should I charge them for that 30 minute break? Like I haven't been charging them. I've only been, I've been like starting and stopping my time, basically like clocking in and out. 
But like I've talked to some people and most people that I've talked to are like, I mean, yeah, if you're working as long as you're like generally working, you know, like, you know, bathroom breaks. I don't clock out for bathroom breaks because it's a bathroom break. You take those at normal work, like when you're in, when you're mm-hmm. on shift. But it's been like a weird thing for me, like. Not knowing if I should clock out or not, and I, Interesting. I'm I'm more of the person that I'm I'm going to clock out because I don't want to ever be accused of fraud or take you know stealing time like i don't ever want to be even close to that possibility of that so i'm just like nope i'm just gonna quote unquote clock out and so i record my you know my time like super weird but like i if i have internet problems i can't work and it's so hard to be like yeah i have internet problems because i feel like they're looking at me like really like you can't there's nothing, you know what I mean? So it's like, so, it's such so, an interesting um, thing. Question, just as a question. So if you do have internet problems, generally what do they say? Do they, are they more lenient towards you or they're just like, figure it out? Um, they're, they're pretty lenient. Um, the, the company that I work for is super lenient with that. Um, like they're, I mean, they're very understanding and stuff like that. But I, once again, a, a couple of people that do work from home that, obviously don't work with me or whatever um, say that the, their, their bosses expect them to go to a McDonald's and sit and use their Wi-Fi to get work done. Wow. Um, which is to me crazy. Cause I, that I don't crazy. think I'd, that's crazy. I don't think I'd ever be like that as a boss, but, but I mean, I get it though. They, you know, they want to make sure that their, their employees are getting stuff done and they're not just faking. It's like calling out of work, right? It's like calling in sick, <laughs> you know, like I, I guess I get it. Well, that's another thing is like, I'll find myself at nine o'clock at night answering emails mm-hmm. and doing research for my work. And it's like, should I charge that time? <laughs> Cause it's not during business hours, you know, like it's just such mm-hmm. a, like, I find like I work really, really late, but I don't work all day. Right. Um, but like, I, I can't even imagine like being, let's say like, for instance, being a full-time content creator. And mm-hmm. if, if you're like, let's say you upload to YouTube, and you stream on Twitch, and yeah. maybe you upload Twitter videos, right? Those are all three three sources of income. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that all of a sudden, YouTube is like, nope, nah, we're just you're done. You've you're violated done. some some terms, some rules, some something. That's that's a whole source of income. It's just like if people only work from home as like a normal like an office job, right? Like they right, but they're able to work from home now, and their ISP just is, or their power goes out for like a week that that yeah. just doesn't really happen. But like the people in, you know, people in Texas with the snowstorm or whatever, their power went out for like a week and it would come back on for a little bit. They couldn't work. Should, should their bosses and stuff be responsible to pay for their time, oh, even though they're not working because as you know, as a YouTube full-time content creator, whatever, a Twitch streamer, whatever, you're your own boss. You can't pay yourself though, because you're dependent on other people. Right. So right, like right exactly if nobody if you're not able to create content nobody can nobody can you, you can't get paid <laughs> so it's like <laughs> it's such an interesting like i mean do you think that if you're having or shit i don't know man you're my laundry room flooded a couple days ago what if my house floods and i can't yeah. work for a week it, would you pay somebody as an employee like you don't have to say yes you can say hell no it's their fault and i'm not gonna hold it against you i don't think anybody would but like what do you think that's something that a boss should have to do or no because like it's just like you getting sick you're not gonna get paid for getting sick that's not your fault either um i think it's i think there should be some sort of compassion but i understand the boss would say no personally if that happened to me i would i would like some sort of compassion where it's like hey give me like Give me a couple days to figure it out. I don't need a week. Give me two days. I just give me like two days to figure it out. And if you if you want to pay me for the the one the half a day that I missed, cool. If you don't, fine. But I'm definitely like, I would I I would ask for compassion, but I would I'm the type of person I would ask for the compassion, but I probably wouldn't expect it from the boss. Okay. Where it's like, okay, like that makes sense. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that happened to you, but these 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 files ain't gonna do it themselves. Like, come on with it. I'm just like. Okay, that's like I get that part. Like I would like the compassion, but I know that 
it might not be there, and I don't want to get my own hopes up. Where I was like, oh, I'm sure the boss understand. The boss would be like, man, shut the hell up. We don't want to hear that. You could get them, get them, get them files together. Get all, get all that shit out. We we got we got work to do. Right. We all got we all got problems. I'm just like, okay. So like, it's just for me, it would be nice to hear like, oh yeah, we got you this day. Billy from the accounting office on the third floor got you. I'm like, okay, sweet. Shout out to Billy. But it it might. I would like to. I would like for it to be there, but I wouldn't expect it per se. If you feel, if you get what I'm saying. Right. So, so what if you were a full time content creator? Oh, it was a full. If I was a full time content creator, and you got canceled for whatever reason, be it uh, people being maybe a little more sensitive and taking something you said out of context, or just YouTube being YouTube and just shutting down your channel, you can't do anything about it. You can't get it back. Yeah. Okay. So you had like a, a two second song in the video, and then exactly, exactly. Yeah. The, the bot takes takes your video. Down. I'd be tight for that. I'd be tight. But I think there's a lot more. There's other resource that you could do that might let that the other folks might not have. Like you have you have ways to combat those okay. those systems. Like if your channel gets down, you can fight it. Hell, you can even go to court like some YouTubers did. I know Angry Joe went to court about one video he had done about a, a copyright strike or something like his video getting claimed by the little the bot system that looks out for anything like that. So I think there's a little bit more avenues in the in the internet space on okay creating content i think there's a little bit more ways that you can fight it compared to a a regular citizen not being content created or content savvy like that if that makes sense like i feel like you have a little bit more issues but i'd be pissed i'd be pissed if one day we we woke up and amc and the am frequency podcast got shut down and they just said oh you're done i we'd be tight you best believe we'd be going to war with with with, with everybody because this our baby we'd be going to war for it <laughs> so um I think that there's just a little bit more avenues that you that you have as a as a as a full time content creator. You have a little bit more right. resources per se at your at that are disposable. But I would say I think it ultimately depends on how much you make. If you're a content creator making a good amount of money, you obviously have even more resources because you can hire better lawyers. Have there's there, there's other avenues that you can get with your with your wealth and income. Right. Like, okay, I'm gonna get this lawyer. I can get these hire these other people, hire hire XYZ to help combat said claim. So I think it's a I'll just say it depends financially. What your financial situation is, whether you're content creating or you're or you're not making any any videos or anything like that, not making any content on the internet. I think it just depends on how much money do you have at your hand to combat said issues. So you're saying for for content creation and also for you know, John Doe, who just works at home and he just he just works his office job at home. He crunches numbers on an Excel sheet and he sends them over. If his Internet went out, you're saying, depending on his financial situation, he should be expected to fight that. No, I'm sorry. Not not for not not necessarily for John. I think it's a little bit different in terms of for YouTube wise. Like you see, see that John Doe, I'm not sure exactly. I think for YouTube creation and just creating content in general, I'm not sure what the options would be for a John Doe if his internet shut down? Could he go legally? That I don't know. That I do not know. I would imagine that maybe you could, but I don't know a hundred percent. Do you think he should? <sighs> Potential. Mm. I think it'd be a tough. It'd be a tough battle. I think it'd be a tough battle. I think there'd be claims on both parties where it's what like the boss can say, "That's not my problem. Go to your neighbor's house," or. And then it's like, oh, well, I don't have any neighbors. I live by myself, or I live in the middle of nowhere. So I think it's just, it's it depends. Like it's 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 tough. I think it's very tough. Could he? Yes. Do I think it? Do I think it? It'd be very tough. I do. Do I think it would lean a little bit towards in favor of your boss? Just a little bit. But what do you? How do you feel? I. I really think that like. I think, I don't think you should be expected to, it's, it's tough. It's it's like, it's almost, it's almost kind of like, is it worth it? Is it worth mm. potentially, because most states you could just get fired for no reason. Is it worth potentially right. going, being like, dude, you know, to your boss, whatever, be like, bro, like, 
my internet went out. I couldn't do anything about it. It was three days. I couldn't do anything. I can't, I can't, I can only move as fast as the, you know, as Comcast or Verizon or CenturyLink or whoever you have. I can only move as fast as they can move. So if I can't get internet back, like, do you honestly expect me to go to McDonald's and like sit on their Wi-Fi? Right. It's like, I don't, I don't know. I really, I, do I. that's why I was saying like, it's so tough. Like it's so tough. It's really tough. It, I think it really just depends on the boss. Like I really think it's like, do they have, and this is also probably another point that not a point, but like we, this is it, it. Um, this talk about bosses and stuff like that. It kind of, um, reminded me of a conversation that me and some of the co my coworkers had about the types of bosses. But we'll, before we get in that, we'll, finish what you wrap this part up um i think it's just tough it really depends on how much compassion you're willing to offer because at some point in time we we're gonna have to get things back whether a snow the storm or whatever happened or not there are other ways like, i feel like it just really depends on the boss where it's like some people will be like okay now yeah, well, cool you take a couple days get back when you get back other people are like okay i'm sorry to hear that but we we got we, we still got business to do like figure it out so i just think it really depends on your boss and how much compassion they can offer you hmm. i mean i've never been in that kind of scenario i've typically i've had bosses that are more on the we understand whatever you got to do you know as a buy you 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 do what you got to do and we'll like I'm not saying that any of them are like, we'll pay you for the time that you miss, but they'll accept the time off of work. But right. I've never been paid for, for getting sick or I've never been paid for not doing work. Right. So exactly. I, I never been like paid for not doing work or being sick either. It's just like, okay, you missed. Okay. We, un we understand it, but right. we, we don't, we definitely wouldn't pay you. But another, we had talked about, we not talked about, but like, always talk about bosses had made me had had flashed me back to a conversation I had with some of my coworkers about the different types of bosses. Um, so at my job, we kind of had like, we had a meeting with a lot of our district and regional managers all came and a lot of their, a lot of their personalities are very different from one another. Mm -hmm. Um, and so one manager was more so the, the stern go get it done type or, He's not the type of person who's like, I'm. I don't want nice guy. He's not like. He's like, I don't want nice guy. I want people to go get it done. While the other manager who we have, she is a very nice, caring, friendly guy. Oh, I want to be loved by my by my coworkers. I want good them cop, to bad cop, right? Good <laughs> cop, bad cop. I was like, yeah. I was like, I want to be. I want to be. I want to be loved by everybody. I want to be appreciated and stuff like that. Like, how how do you feel about the get it done type of boss? Where it's like being feared at the workplace or being loved. Have you always have you always felt some have have you always felt not felt but like have you always preferred one type of a boss or like anything like that or or even your own personality type with you if you you were running a company and would you just be like okay get it get it done do you want nice people or do you, or do, would you want nicer managers to everybody or the get it done and we're seeing better results type of managers um well, before you answer that real quick. Mm -hmm. There's a, if you hear any, I apologize, there's a little motor show that's going on out front. So <laughs> You're good. there's pe people are trying to flex their, their minds, their guns. So I'm like, okay. You're fine. Um, I, I can't hear it, by the way. Um, oh, I, beautiful. Cool. I don't know. I think personally, personally, me, I am the get it done type. Personally, um, there's, there's room for being nice, but that's after work. At work, <laughs> it's just, there's just, I don't really need questions. I don't really need you to question me or what I'm doing. And you know what? If I'm, if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. And I'll admit it and I'll say, look, I'm wrong. And, but don't talk to me about it during the shift because right now we have people that we need to, to get fed. We have people that we need to, to get in and out the door. We got things that we need to do. After the shift, you are more than welcome. And so, like, I guess it's more of a balance. But I think I would probably rather have people that are a very healthy mixture of the two. If if somebody was always 
oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. We'll, you know, we'll get them next time and all that stuff. Like nothing's ever going to get done and people are right. going to do what they want to do. They're going to be on their phones. They're going to be walking out. They're going to be leaving. They're going to be walking around. They're going to be talking. They're not going to be getting stuff done. But if you have somebody who's always like, go, 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 then you're never going to find any employees that want to stay. <laughs> That's just like the reality. So like, I think, or maybe having two different managers, one that is that way. And then one that's the other way and kind of having a that's good cop, bad cop scenario where one of the managers is very shift focused. And they're like, look, we want to, we just, we just need to get this done to keep the other one on track. And then the other one is kind of the more, okay guys, well, we do have to get this done, but let's have some fun while we're doing it. Yes. I can say that's definitely my two managers at, at my job. One's the just, just get it done. I don't care. Are you gonna are you gonna complain? Are you gonna complain and bitch about everything? Or are you gonna get it done? He's he's that type. And mm-hmm. the other one, she's like, oh, let's go and uh let's just have fun while we do it. Let's uh put a smile on our faces, knowing and it's just like I won't call her a pushover, but like it feels like she can be taken advantage of. Cause she's a very nice lady. Um, but it feels like she can be taken advantage of sometimes. But I'm definitely someone who prefers like to get it done. Like I like I like results. I I think I like results. So it's like when I see that people are executing at a high efficiency level, that's what I like seeing. Or it's like, right? I, I see that where it's like, okay, because everybody looks good. The company looks good. We look good as a whole. Um, just more things open up. Like we get more hours. Everything like everything like that. Or it's just there's a lot of things that go that can go right with having a a sterner manager. Then I think more things can go wrong with having a stern manager. If you if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, oops, sorry, my headphones just fell out of my uh my ears. Um <laughs> but like I don't know, like maybe like Yeah, I mean I, I, I agree. I think stern stern but not mean. Just like Yeah, like I don't want you, I don't want to be a, I don't want him to be straight up like D bag like Right. Like I I have never I've never had any like straight D bag ma- managers where I like hate it with like a passion with like I hate, I dr- no no that's a no that's a lie. Well, this person <laughs> wasn't on, a manager. <laughs> I worked at a grocery store before, like you know, when oh, we were at school. Yeah. I worked I worked at I worked at a grocery store. Um, and there's the one person who thought they were the manager, but they were a complete they were douchebag. Like they were that's the best way I can describe it. They were they were douchebag in in every in every sense. Mm-hmm. So, but they weren't the manager, but they thought that they were. So mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. those are the type of employees that I don't like. Mm-hmm. I agree. Sorry, I have a a little cracker. No, that's all right. You good? Um, my man's got my man's getting that snack his <laughs> snack on. Um, but overall, it's like I just like get it, like just get it, just getting it done. I feel better at the end of the day knowing that it was done to its best ability than we all had fun on. We all had fun doing it. Like, yeah, I agree. It, it's I guess how it was told. It's work for a reason. It's yeah. not happy hour. Yeah, so exactly. I, it's 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 work for a reason. So exactly, I just I just like seeing it. Plus, like there's that feeling that after a long day's work, and you just look back and you see that the work that you put in is like, damn, I kicked ass today. You know that? I kicked ass today. So I'm just like, okay, lit, wonderful. So it's just like, no better feeling. Like no better, no better feeling. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, um, I think. Uh, it's probably time to uh, to wrap it up. I'm I'm starting to see the uh, starting to see the end of the of the train here. Um, oh, we're almost at the station. You are quite correct. Exactly. Um, hot radio station. Get it? Ah. Oh, no, oh, damn! I, I see you. This, <laughs> my, my man, I see you. Um, but yeah, I'm starting to see the uh, yeah the frequency changing a little bit here, and uh, maybe oh, a smooth transition. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe hopping off for the night. But uh, I definitely had a definitely had a solid. Um, all the talk here i think uh, i think there was a lot of good points made and i think a lot of cool discussions especially uh especially about the you know the the game systems and stuff i definitely want to do more stuff like that because damn straight there's a lot more to discuss we we make sure we put in some show notes absolutely absolutely but uh awesome well yeah um thanks everybody for listening Uh, i definitely hope that you guys enjoyed i i know that we both definitely hope that you guys enjoyed um and uh yeah, any uh, final thoughts or conclusions or closing closing thoughts? Um, 
everybody continuously stay safe. Stay safe out there. Stay safe during these crazy times. Enjoy the um enjoy the nice weather if you're on the east coast for now and we're gonna get a little cold later, but enjoy enjoy yourselves and stay safe and stay stay tuning into the frequency. Absolutely. All right guys. You guys everybody have a good one and uh, we will see you on the next one. Peace.